Hello, Les Raymond here with the Mindful Movement. Whether you are about to enjoy one of Sarah's beautiful meditations or dive into a podcast interview, I would like to remind our community that the best way to support the Mindful Movement is to support the companies that make this happen. Sarah and I are very picky about the companies we choose to work with, and we are grateful to have the relationships we have and to share them with our listeners. You can learn more about our affiliates through our website by clicking on the Favorites tab. We are excited to have recently added Sunlighten as an affiliate. They make state-of-the-art infrared saunas, and their founder, Connie, came on for a recent interview if you would like to listen. Our Sunlighten sauna has been a family favorite for over a decade. Some of our most popular affiliates are the grounding mats from Ultimate Longevity, which we sleep on every night, and the Apollo Neuro, which Sarah is now wearing daily to help manage stress. When you support these brands, you in turn are supporting the mindful movement and helping Sarah and I continue to devote our time to this passion. Whether you check out these companies or not, I just want to say thanks again and reiterate how grateful Sarah and I both are for all of the support over the years. I hope you enjoy the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Mindful Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Les Raymond. Thanks for joining me today for another episode. I get to speak with Freddie Kimmel for round two today. He was on a couple years ago, and very inspirational story of healing, and just a great energy that Freddie has. I like talking to him. He just, uh, he inspires, without a doubt. Survived cancer, survived Lyme, survived mold. We talk about what he's doing now to kind of maintain his healing journey and really how he's really moving towards a more health optimization framework. So it's great to see him doing so well. Also, some housekeeping. We have a couple offers for you. In this episode, actually, we speak about the Amp Coil. The Amp Coil is an amazing device. It's a frequency healing device. It's the one piece of technology I have that I, that I really love. It's an integral part of my life. Sarah and I enjoy it every day. It played a big role when I was healing from Lyme and mold, and that's how I got introduced to Freddie. And now I use it for maintenance and just to feel good and set the tone for the day. And they have a Black Friday special, so I wanted to extend that offer to you folks. It's a pretty big savings. I think value over $1,000. It's some money off the device itself. It's expedited shipping which is usually really expensive for something like this so that's on the house and they're including a three-year warranty so if you want to learn more you could go to ampcoil.com and check it out we do talk about it a little bit in this episode as i mentioned and if you do take advantage just please let them know where you heard about it and also soma vedic who we recently interviewed the ceo of harai kachar a month or two back they're also offering a Black Friday special to our audience. The Somavedic's great. Sarah and I have the Vedic model. So if you're on their website, I think that's it's the green one. It's a beautiful piece. 
What I like about it is you could just plug it in and just have it running in your house. You don't have to do anything. You could walk away and it just cleans the environment energetically in your whole house. It's amplifying some of the healing benefits of certain gemstones and minerals to allow you to uh, set the tone in your home and make it a more inviting space for your nervous system. So if you want to learn more, you could go to somavedic.com and check it out. In the checkout, you want to use code MINDFUL20, MINDFUL20, to take advantage of a 20% discount on the Somavedic. That's uh, great. Thanks, Somavedic, for offering that. Uh, That wraps it up. So I hope you enjoy the episode today. Thanks again for tuning in. Okay, I'm here with Freddie Kimmel, the host of the Beautifully Broken podcast, the biohacker himself, a functional health coach, and more importantly, um, a true survivor, survivor of cancer, Lyme, toxic mold, all kinds of stuff. I get so inspired by hearing how people heal themselves. I find mm-hmm. it just, um, it, it, it like re-encourages this idea that like there's always hope. And it's interesting when you hear healing stories, Freddie, it always seems to be, or even if you see someone that's a functional health coach, it probably means they had some real problems and they had to figure them out some Mm. alternative way. And now they're here to help others. Um, Thank you for coming on for round two of your appearance on the Mindful Movement podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here this morning. You've been through a lot. And I was hoping not to get in the weeds with that today because um, I'll link to the first time you were on in the show notes for those that want to listen a little bit more detailed about your story. But Mm -hmm. um, it's it's some journey that you went through, but maybe you could summarize in some way for the audience today. um, You know, a short version of kind of how you got into the, the fields that you're in now. Yeah. I, you know, it was a pain to power scenario and and really quickly I'd went through Lyme and metastatic cancer and lots of surgeries and it, it spanned almost a decade of really being in the weeds of, of chronic illness. And you're right. It is, it is the body that heals through chronic illness. And I also had lots of help along the way, you know, emergency medicine through, through advanced like robotic surgery and oncology um, specialist. And I used it all, but really what I found myself was I found myself in such a place of dysfunction and disease and and lack of movement in a, in a completely um, compromised immune system. The recovery or getting back to vibrancy and baseline, that's really where I started to lean into food and nutrition and meditation and things like pulsed electromagnetic field and red light therapy and stem cells and and all the stuff that I talk about in the show to really signal my body, right, to, to rebuild. And so it was less about masking the symptoms of pain with a with a with a narcotic or um, or morphine or whatever it, it was using at the time, and really allowing that signal to be um, the opportunity to walk through a new doorway, and really like understanding my body on a deeper level, like why the whys, the whys and hows of why do you get gas after certain foods, <laughs> you know, the whys and hows of why why does my liver seem to get angry if I have a whiskey. Um, you know, close enough to bedtime and it diminishes my deep sleep and really understanding like 
when those pathways are compromised, there's always a clue there. It's not, oh man, I wish I could still do this. It just, just doesn't do it anymore. But I promise there's a clue there. So I think to sum it all up, it's just me always staying curious. You know, what is that, what is that new information the body is presenting? What is it trying to tell me? What, what's the teaching? What's the teaching moment? I, I view it all as a gift at this point. And I've also chosen to call in lessons going forward with ease and grace. Like I no longer need to learn the value of the human experience through metastatic cancer or um, chronic inflammatory syndrome or any more mold. So that's where I'm at today. Well, you look great. It's, it's been, um, I think about two years since you were on. Yeah. And it makes you, I remember on that episode actually it's funny so i i checked the old episode uh-huh just to like what did we talk about to make sure you know we didn't go over the same stuff today yeah and I, first of all i was blown away looking at myself i didn't recognize myself in two years um i mean i was like 30 pounds lighter than i've went from like almost 240 which was too much to 153 which was too little wow. and i think that video was not far off that. And now I don't know, I'm like 190 or something. I've intentionally putting on weight since then. Yeah. But um, but I remember you speaking to how you felt then and how great you felt, which is like mm-hmm. so inspiring because from where you came from with the long list of ailments, to be able to say, I feel fantastic is like people should be able to recognize like how incredible that is. But that was two years ago. How do you, you look great now? How do you feel now? I feel, um, I feel even better. I feel like you, I've, I've been reinvigorated to explore how I can expand movement and putting muscle on. So I, I'm probably almost 180. I bet it was like 165 when we did that podcast. Yeah. We both um, looked a lot, a little bit younger oh, and a little smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And, and it's like, uh, I just under, from my understanding of how the body works and functions, muscle mass is like extra battery power, you know, it's dense mitochondrial energy. So, um, most of the chronic illnesses that I just listed have a root or a base in mitochondrial dysfunction. And there is no longevity hack, like putting some muscle and having really good mobility. I'm, I, I don't know about you, but I'll often hear about people having like that one critical fall you know, going, and I, I was just listening to the stats of, of what are the instances that you, um, once you reach the age of 72 and you fall and you fracture a hip that you die, it's super, super high. I can't remember the percentage, but that just hit me. And I just was like, you know, in this season of my life from in my forties, I just need to build that base because all of the surgeries that I did, it, I, I feel, you know, I've, I've, I'm very functional, but I didn't always feel like very functionally strong. So that's something I'm really leaning into right now. And that's, that's a, that's been a big change, but because of that, I just, I do, I just feel, you know, I feel better and better. And was I in New York city when we interviewed or was I in? Yeah, you, you were, you were in New York. Oh my goodness. So, and then I've also lived in Austin, Texas for a year and a half, which I'm getting some sun and I'm out of that you know, I'm out of the, um, another thing I've been exploring is like the idea that a non-native electromagnetic field from, uh, living in a city or living in, uh, you know, under a power line could have an effect on the cell and why that would change, 
um, how my body functions. And I think moving out of the city and, and being in the country has also been, um, I'm not really in the country. It's Austin. It's still a city, uh, but it feels like, it feels like rural America. Right. Um, it, how that would change like day-to-day cell function. And it, it's really interesting. Like, again, the, the cell, the smallest unit in the body is a battery, really. You know, it has a, a net positive charge on the outside and that negative on the inside and that gradient that the differential from positive to negative is what allows like those ion channels is, is um, sodium and potassium and calcium to flow in and out of the cell through those very specific channels. And, and that's affected by a non-native electromagnetic field, uh, scientifically proven to, to do so. And we can look at things like the time between heartbeats or nervous system tone, or we could look at an ECG, how the brain is functioning, but you'll generally tend towards a sympathetic dominant nervous system, a fight or flight, or you'll, you'll dominate towards a, almost like a, um, anxiety driven, um, ADHD brain when we're, when we're overly exposed. And that's going to be the, the prescription for that is prescription nature. So that's another big shift for me that I, I do generally feel, um, I guess, more relaxed. That's great. Yeah, it's interesting. We, we have a nice house and we, um, you know, you, you work really hard making it nice. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you have this invisible problem. So like what you see is nice, but then you turn on like a EMF uh, sensor or reader. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's not as nice. <laughs> and it's like, it could be kind of an overwhelming uh, challenge to, um, to work through. You know, it's, it's a big move, I'm sure, going from New York City to anywhere else, almost anywhere else in the world, you're probably yeah. going to have a benefit. <laughs> but like, I'm in the suburbs, and we still get these like crazy high readings. Yeah. So we went down that rabbit hole a little bit. And the thing that makes the most, and it's, it's really hard to find interventions that are um, like manageable to mm-hmm. your life. Uh, it could yeah. be just like too much, but we found one that's great. We have, um, I guess it's called a kill switch. So we yes. we had a guy come in and like take readings and then you start flipping off like non-essential circuits in the house to see which ones move the needle the most. And then you put yeah. like, a handful of those on this, like, I guess it's some type of relay. I don't really know. Yeah, I understand it. Yep. And then we have a control button. So at night, right before bed, we have a little remote control. We hit it and like a good portion of the power, or at least the power in the house that's most negatively affecting our sleep areas just mm-hmm. goes off in a second. And, yeah. and you feel it like you, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I never get tired of that sensation of like you hit the button and you're like, ah, oh. and it's like right at the time we're getting in bed. Yeah. And it's, it's something there. I don't know if it's like the lowest hanging fruit for people out there, if they're like struggling with a health thing, yeah. but um, I, I would say it's, it's pretty low hanging fruit, not to mention, so? I'm sure this metrics on that where it pays for itself. Do you know what I mean? And in the power that you save. Oh yeah. That's I, a good point. I don't yeah, think we are that's... shutting off a lot of electricity and doing so. Yeah. I think that's good for the planet. I would, you know, I would say I used to, um, Listen, I just used to go to the breaker box in my uh, apartment the last couple of years in New York, and I would throw the the breakers. So, mm. you know, that's that's what I did. I did can, that make I, a I difference, lived, though, when you're in an apartment and you have stuff all around? Not, 
I mean, yeah, I guess so. I didn't feel a difference. I also think that, you know, scientifically, if you look at some of the work of Annie Hopper or Ben Ahearns, who does a program called Reorigin, the brain's belief system around what those fields are doing to you is more important than the field. And that's pretty scientifically backed up. So if you believe it to be bad and you're being injured by the EMFs, uh, you will be. And if you create this sovereign field, again, you know, we start to get in the conversation about what is reality and how powerful are our thoughts in this physical body and spirit. Well, Um, the placebo is real. I mean, there's a reason they have to account for it in studies. So it's, it's really just taking that and say, well, how do we use this to help, you know, how do we put this wind to our back as opposed yeah. to interference. So they do these intensive workshops where it's, it's called, it's all called self-guided neuroplasticity. And it's basically unwiring the brain to have a response to a trigger mold, Lyme, EMF sensitivity. And, and what I can speak to in people's lived experience is that they will go away for a five day intensive and, and not be able to be in a room with like a cell phone. I mean, just like drop to the floor, palpitating, sweating, really? okay. and then be able to go back to a high rise building and in, in, in a city. Um, there's many, many testimonials. Uh, again, D- um, dynamic neural retraining system, um, reorigin. There, there's a bunch rewild. There's a bunch now that that are doing this, but it's so powerful. And to me, it, it speaks to the power of of the brain. You know, to be able to regulate and to adapt to change. I don't know. I I, I I, I've, I hesitate to put EMFs in a category of good or bad um, and just say, you know, maybe it's part of the evolution of this species. Um, the, the number of satellites that are going to be broadcasting electromagnet, non-native electromagnetic fields and Wi-Fi, once this, these new next generations of, of Wi-Fi go live, will be unavoidable. There'll be no... Um, there'll be no rural. It'll just be, we're going to be, you know, bombarded with new levels of, we could say electro smog. And, you know, that's a very fear-based world to live in. If you think every minute you're being blasted by evil. So whether it's, (laughs) whether it's valid or invalid, I I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting uh, um, question to explore. So we're basically just better off working on the part that we can control our tolerance our resilience towards new environments, how the environment's changing and, and being able to kind of harmonize with it and not fight it and create any unnecessary extra suffering or stress on the body. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, that's what I've come up with. I'm sure it's a little bit of both, but it seems to me that that's, the, that's our power is managing um, the gap between stimulus and response. And, and I'm never going to control outside world. That's true across most teachings. But I do have, I do have some degree um, of power in how I respond. So I think that's on a cellular level. I think that's on a mental emotional level. And again, I think that keeps you in a place of, of active uh, uh, power. You, you've got your hands right. on the steering wheel a little bit. You're not as much of a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Taking it in your hands. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to look at. It. I still like pushing that button and feeling what I feel, but you're right. Oh, uh, um, well, I think it's always both. <laughs> right. Right. You know, do that intervention. Now, that being said, you know, I'm I'm exploring some like great new biohacking technology, which oh, cool. works with unique um 
levels of molecular hydrogen and electronically expanded water, which immediately mitigates radiation from a oh, cell. Well, yeah. you put me on to, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how much of the biohacking like technology stuff I get into, but there's one that's been uh, super critical for me in my life um, that I, I kind of rolled the dice on back when I was feeling at my worst. And I know we talked about this in the first episode, but mm -hmm. I'm interested to hear, I guess, because um, you, you played a role in my education of the amp oil when I went mm -hmm. to get it. And now like I, I use that every day with mm -hmm. in my morning coffee, Sarah, like that's our routine start yeah. our day with. So I'm, I'm kind of curious and I want to talk a little bit about that uh, mm -hmm. without getting the weeds, but also maybe curious of what else you found that like has that kind of impact for you. Um, yeah, in, in the biohacking a, world, since I know you, you live in that world a little bit more than I do, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, you know, it's like, it's like Star Trek a little bit. I love, I love the gadgets. I love technology. I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. It, it had, there's a, there's a nostalgic attachment to, I think, probably watching Star Trek and Star Wars with my dad. And, and now that some of these things that we would never uh, imagine were real. Um, I mean, if you think about the, like the last you know, imagine like uh, Captain Kirk and in, in the first series of of William Shatner in the in the first series of of Star Trek. You know, the little box, the tricorder, which he's this, like beaming. This messages. all goes way over me, man. I've never watched an episode. But, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it, anyways, in like the in the, like whenever the show aired in the in the fifties or sixties, you know, they had these little tricorders. There were there were a cell phone was oh really okay. You know, not even an imaginary thing, but they wrote it into the TV, and now we like we literally have those devices. It's like you talk into the box, and it and it scrambles all my uh, you know all my words and thoughts, and it beams them up to a satellite, and back down to another satellite, and back up to another satellite, and then back to a person. And arranges that data into like my exact voice in real time. Like there's, you know, we can look at like the things that we imagine would be are now reality. So I just, I throw that out there with like the idea that, that it's, it's just cool. I get excited about it. Gotcha. Amp coil specific. Um, you know, do you, do you use it every day or do you take some, some days off? I very rarely take a day off now. Yeah. I don't, um, but I'm usually only. Typically, we'll use it for about a half hour uh, uh -huh. in the morning. Yeah. And then maybe once a week, I'll take like a, a afternoon power nap and use it again. Mm, I know. So I know I always... they recommend like take a couple days off a week. I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't feel any problem by using yeah. it every day. I 100% of the time feel a positive effect from it. It's never unclear, wishy-washy. There's usually a moment about 10 to 15 minutes into the 30 minute session where I feel a neurological shift towards like an increased parasympathetic response. Like I'll feel my legs get relaxed. I'll mm -hmm. feel everything just kind of settled in like, okay, now I'm, I'm getting in tune. Yeah. It crushes heart rate variability. That parasympathetic tone that you speak of is, is my, my, my expanded um, knowledge of like the technology and, and what we're doing and how it works has evolved over the, the last two years, even, you know, Ampcoil delivers, you know, for, for people that are just hearing this, it's imagine you're pushing play on a song on your Spotify or your Apple playlist, and you're going to play one for a nervous system reset. You're going to get 30 minutes of, of 
frequencies that are a single tone frequencies, like one after the other. And they're all going to play anywhere from like seconds to like, you know, 30 seconds to 90 seconds. And we're going to work in a range of like four to 2200 Hertz. So it'd be like, boop, boop, boop. now all these tones, they're inaudible. We're taking these tones, we're putting them through an amplifier and we're pushing them through an electromagnetic coil. And that coil is it's translating the audible tone to an electromagnetic field, which is a felt experience. And the reason we use that delivery method and, and really what it is, it's sound therapy. But the reason why we use the electromagnetic delivery is that our bodies, you're in my body, experience um, the electromagnetic waves in that pure rolling sine wave very similarly. If we were to do tone therapy, every the age of my brain, the length of my auditory canal, earwax, ear hair, all that, it's a variable. The way we experience sound is different. So that's part of the reason they use that as a delivery method is to take out a variable. And then the other, the other component is because the sound is translated into an electromagnetic wave, my cells experience that as a signal to perform better. So when we expose... You know, and and if you're laying back and you were to place this electromagnetic coil, and for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's a round, almost looks like a round slice of pineapple, um, you know, roughly seven and a half inches in diameter. You place that on your body, the waves of electromagnetism roll through the body like a breeze through a leafy tree, and each cell it starts to respirate, so breathe better. It it, it boosts its circulation. It boosts its ability to make energy, which is adenosine triphosphate, ATP. These are just side effects of a smooth rolling electromagnetic wave in that form of a sine wave. And if I were to put my hand up to a tree in nature, that's the tree is emanating as a result of its density, a sine wave. And if so would a leaf or grass or a stone, if I'm walking in nature, I'm bombarded with these different waves that are uh, that are an electromagnetic spectrum, right? If I'm in walking in nature, so the idea is we've engineered our bodies into this box. You know, sometimes I'll work from seven a.m. to seven p.m. I'm standing at a desk. I'm not grounded on the dirt. I'm not out in sunlight. I'm, I've, I've, I'm deficient. You know, in, in this exposure to information in the form of a rolling sine wave and electromagnetism that is emanating from the planet in a in a healthy dose. So we can almost look at like the intervention of amp coil. You're, you're, you're re-engineering that sound medicine or that electromagnetic medicine back into your life. And, and it's, it's, people find it very helpful, you know, whether we, it's easy to say, oh, you know, electromagnetic fields are good or bad. Well, this is, they're all, they're all a part of this reality. That's what, that's, we live in an electromagnetic soup. So, um, it's uh, you have to look at the downstream. Well, what happens when you play a session? You know, like you're saying, my body starts to relax. I muscle tension releases. I my my heart rate slows. You know, if I if I'm wearing a meter called a BioStrap, which tracks heart rate variability, so the time between successive heartbeats, it measures SpO2, so blood oxygen level. It measures um, my my respiratory rate and all those things for me immediately and immediately in a 30 minute session, they just start to like come into coherence. And so what's the name of that thing you have? This is a bio strap. Usually if I mention it, it's on a, 
is BioStrap on? It's on. I have a, a, a site, a new site called beautifullybroken.world that I put the things that like have really worked for me on a, I have like a store up there, it's but it's, there. it's, it's very affordable and it's medical grade. So, so they're re- they do a really good job at tracking data. Sometimes data trackers will throw in like REM, like, uh, like that level of sleep, which is not scientifically, they don't have a way to really measure that, but they'll put it on there. So these guys do a good job. They do, you know, it's like light sleep. They'll do wake ups. They'll do deep sleep which is a level of uh, measurable recovery. Um, They'll do SpO2, heart rate, heart rate variability, and steps. So at the end of the day, I've got a little bit of a dashboard. I've got insight. I wore it for almost two hours. I'm afraid to get into that. (laughs) You know, like slippery slope. Like Yes. Because I could be, I don't know, OCD or like I could get kind of an too intensely focused on certain things. So I've, I've put off that stuff, but um, I'm not totally against it. Maybe I just need to mature a little bit. So I know how to um, manage the dose and not get obsessed with it. I just took a break. I just took a break from it. Like just, just now I just took it off for like a month and, and it was interesting, you know, cause I was like, Oh, I know I could sort of wake up and I'm like, I bet your heart rate variability was about 49 last night. And mine, usually it's good when it's like 60 or 70. And I would just know by the way I'd wake up, I was like, well, felt like light sleep. I'm just so tuned in to what that feels like, mm-hmm. but I have a deeper understanding. And, uh, I think it's all what you do with the data. Like if you told me you were struggling in in some area and I'm, and I would ask, how are you sleeping? And if you told me you're like, I think it's good. I'm like, well, let's, let's do a 60 day experiment. And let's see what, what, your perception of good is right. You know, is what's your sleeping onset. Like when you lay down in bed, you shouldn't just pass out right away. It should take five to 15 minutes, you know what? So I would, I would look at the number of wake-ups and all those things. So you just might want to do it for a short amount of time, but I agree with you that the data, it's like, what do you do with the information? It's everything. Yeah. I do like to just kind of listen, especially in the gym. I've gotten really good at listening, whether it's like a good day to push it or a good, day to, to dial it back so when you're measuring with those things if you use the amp coil you could see that in real time so you see like hrv go up which is a good hrv uh up is better right higher hrv I'm, higher it's all relative your hrv is going to be relative to you so you'll have a baseline you know um but, but yes there's there's more um the the time between successive heartbeats, we want the, the, the timestamp, imagine like beat one, beat two, beat three, beat four. We want the time in between heartbeats to be varied. It means the nervous system is ready to adapt to change and stress. It's like nimble. Right. When your heartbeat is like, like rhythmic, like a drumbeat, that's very efficient, but it's efficient. So you can pump blood to flee a stressor or a predator. And that is a survival. You don't want to live in that that fast heartbeat, which people have very metronomic heartbeats all the time. And all day, every day, you're hyperaging. So if you're and you can be stuck, you know, in a in a sympathetic dominance, you can be stuck in that fight or flight for years. And this is where where people experience, you know, burnout, chronic fatigue, and um, for whatever reason, there are many things that can stick you in that fight or flight. And as you know, human beings, from my experience, we've generally like we've lost a connection with the ability to like tap into our feelings and our needs and down regulate. 
<laughs> what are feelings? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, it's funny. The, yeah. So the, the amp coil, I guess, is my main tool that I use to like manage all that when it comes to yep. technology, I like to focus more on the, um, like the more connect with nature and the exercise and the good food and sleep stuff and think about the mm -hmm. circadian rhythm, but that's a piece of technology. I'm so like, I couldn't afford it when I bought it. And I'm so grateful that I took the risk because I, I love it. And I don't, it's funny. I don't normally talk about it a lot, like in the gym when I'm working in person with clients. Yeah. I don't. Um, and full disclosure, like, I think we both probably have an affiliate I'm sure you do. I know I do have like an affiliate relationship with them, but yeah. um, when I'm in a gym with somebody, like it's not something I bring up. And then recently I had somebody I was working with and he had a lot of issues and it sounded like uh, he had a really stressful uh, lifestyle and a lot of like acute stresses laying on top of a lot of like chronic stresses. And I'm reluctant to bring it up because of its price point. It's like a mm. thing in my head. I got a little uh, obstacle in my, like I resist. I don't know why I do that, but um, so I brought it up and I always like, I feel guilty when I bring it up. Like, yeah. cause I don't like asking people like, oh, you should go do this. Oh, right. it's a lot of money. And I was surprised. He was like, oh, really interesting. And it was like nothing to him. He was like, yeah. great, thanks for the tip. And now he's using it. And I'm like, and it got me thinking like, why do I have this in my mind? Like if it's going to yeah. help someone, I shouldn't put that barrier on myself. And then talking to you recently, because I'm not really engaged with Ampcoil. I know you're mm -hmm. play a, a fairly big role in the company. Oh yeah. Like, I I'm, get. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I mean, just like I a fan. Yeah. yeah. I bought one like you at one point, what, like after all the things and after a horrible mold exposure, which I had done, I had done like, uh, what is it called? Ampotericin B. It's like this awful burning nasal rinse and like antifungals for a year. And none of the levels I was trying to mitigate changed in my body. Mm. And I just, I saw this, um, I saw the founders talking on YouTube on amp coil and the idea of the cell breathing and respirating and more energy. And I'm like, Oh my shit, that's what I need. I'm like, it just, I pulled out my credit card and I bought it at the time. At the time I bought it, it was 10,000 $850. Oh, it now more. it's like under eight grand. Now it's seven, nine, nine, five. And, and it was the biggest thing I ever bought. I didn't try it. I didn't call anybody. I was just like, so tired of being tired. And I just had this yes in my body, but I, I had a great experience. So I'm, I'm like, literally I changed, I basically changed careers and was like, I want to, I want to learn about this. I want to support it. I want to amplify the message. And, and now it's just, you know, it's opened the door to that whole world of like, what, what is like complementary medicine or complementary yeah. alternative wellness technologies. It's, it's fascinating. And I've found some amazing, amazing things, but it's still the thing that I use the most. And it's, I, here's what I, here's what I, I would say. I, um, my, my understanding of like what I'm willing to invest in is very different than other people because of my life experience. I went through, I was horribly compromised at the time and continued to be, and, and nothing else mattered besides like feeling good or, you know, being able to, to walk three miles without needing to lay in bed for a day. So I just, there was nothing else mattered. Now on the other side of that and being highly functional, I'm, in, I'm amazed, amazed at how programmed 
we are to be stingy with our health. And I think it stems from the idea that we're entitled healthcare because we pay for health insurance. And again, from my lived experience through our medical system, it's what what we're getting and not in a bad way, it's emergency medicine, it's disease management. You are rarely given health care. People are not incentivized to keep you healthy. This is our responsibility. And you can hate the game, but you can also realize you don't have time to piss around. Like it's our job to like step forward and manage our health, which is declining. If you look at the numbers in the US in the USA, our level you are more likely to die of obesity than starvation. Like the levels of people diagnosed with chronic autoimmune, just Lyme alone is 400,000 people a year. Is just, it that just, high now? Just, just one year. A year. Uh, uh, it's incredible. The, the figures, you know, and again, stats or whatever, this is about your experience, but we will easily go drop uh, easily. People tell me they have no money. And then I'm like, what are you, uh, what are you driving? You know, right. oh, I, I got a, I got the new Jeep Wrangler Rubicon, sixty grand. You know, my, I love my, I love my dad and my stepmom, and they, they deal with some health stuff, like not horrible, but some stuff. And they tell me, you know, that they're, I'll often mention, I'm like, can you guys test your basement for mold? I'm like, I'll, I'll come, you know, do amp coils on them. They're like, oh, that my dad's like, oh, my knee feels really amazing. They were looking. You know, some some device I use in my dad's knee, he was like blown away. And and um they're like, I told him the price was like his eight grand. He's like, Oh, I would never ever do that. It's terrible. And they're like retired and they're ordering a new Jeep Rubicon, like that's custom made with like a special color, and it's gonna take six months. <laughs> I was like, You guys have cars, what do you need? Yeah. And I'm I'm flabbergasted. I was flat, I just had to sit and nod my head. Listen. My parents' health journey is not mine, but amazed what people will dump $60,000 on um, when it does nothing for your quality of life other than get you and other than toxify you to be totally transparent and that new car off-gassing. Let's just get real about the environmental chemicals that come into your brain when every time you get a new car. Right. But just, yeah. dude, it's all priorities. It's and it's without, let me just remove judgment. From well, it does, it does nourish the ego. A little bit when you get a new car, probably. But you brought it to my attention that I was not really aware of. And maybe I've been told in the past and didn't pay attention. But because when I got it, I wasn't really focused on helping others get it. Like I said, I felt a little awkward doing it. But you mentioned it's a lot more accessible than I, I thought, because I also did the credit card thing. And when I when I bought you just, it, you threw threw down money on a credit card. I just put it on. I didn't have the money. I put it on a credit card, took a chance, felt like. You know, money didn't really matter at the time. I just yeah. wanted to feel better. And then I think I just uh, got focused to pay it off over like a year or something. I think it was maybe one of those, you know, 0% offers you get in the mail or whatever for some limit. Those are good yeah. if you do it. If you, yeah, if you take advantage of it. But um, but you said they have programs to where it's through Ampcoil where you could get um, like a payment system that makes it pretty reasonable. Yeah, Ampcoil does. They'll do Ampcoil specifically. Ampcoil with a with proof of income, they can do like half down. They can do eighteen payments of like two hundred fifty six bucks, or you can do this. Um, we work with a, a third party bank. It's called Time Investment Company, and they'll do they'll do zero down, a hundred like 
60 bucks a month for a year with zero interest. And then there's no penalty for early payoff. So you can, you can work with it for a full year before you really, you know, very, very little financial pressure. Um, it's a long loan. You know, if you were to pay it out over time, it's like 93 months, but it's also super affordable. You can't go, you can't go to a functional medicine doctor for 160 bucks, right? Yeah, not one point. visit, not one. And this is in your home. Every family member can use it. <laughs> Or, yeah, that's a good you, point. It's not just you, but like my family no. definitely shares it. My kids only use it if like they're not feeling good, if there's something going on. Sarah and yeah. I kind of have it in our daily routine. Um, yeah, yeah, that that's a really good point. And do you do a lot of demos for them where people come just to try it out? I do. I, you know, I have... Um... I have like a little biohacking room here in the house. So I got it set up with like some anti-gravity chairs. There's a couple coils. Um, you know, I've got a, I've got a sauna and, a, and an ice plunge. So I have people come over and, and use, I, I kind of have like an open door policy, you know, people throw me some money for the month and they could just use it as much as they want. Oh, so I give cool. people, yeah. I mean, there's two, two routes, right? Not everybody can afford this technology at this time until it like starts to scale. And not everybody needs to, like, I'm a big advocate of having like a community. I think, man, you like look at community centers around the world. They're just so tired and dried up. It's like, why not have a little wellness center? Mm. You know, imagine how many families does it take to pitch in to get like a full body red light panel, a sauna, like an ice bath and and some amp coils. It's not a lot. I mean, to be sure. literally pennies on the dollar. So I have... In my local municipality, there's there's people doing it. They're like, you know, they're 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 buying a few amp coils and they have a couple of rentals. There's there's a bunch of ways you can go at it. They're interesting. Yeah, the the um but if people are in Austin or they are coming through, they can reach out to you. And by the way, I guess I've done some demos too. I don't do a lot of them, but I've done a few. So yeah, um, if you're in our areas, I'm in Maryland, you're in Austin. For those where are you in Maryland? Be careful what I ask for, but um <laughs> but uh we're like right between baltimore and dc uh-huh cool um, yeah we're in it's called howard county and uh, uh -huh. that's where we live um yeah yeah the the other interesting thing is is like you know the the demo like getting to try it a few times you 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 have a deeper understanding of how your body is going to respond to um frequency and and pulsed electromagnetics and it's it's really interesting. You know, our, our technology, it's like, again, it's like when you can, when you can finance it, it is very affordable when you start spreading it over, over multiple people or multiple users. Right. The, um, the idea was always to put something that had lots of heavy lifting power or imagine like the plow versus like tilling a field with your hand. You know, when, when the invention of the, the plow came along was, was to do the heavy lifting at home was to be able to like support the body energetically without having to, you know, the, the, as the founders were struggling through, through chronic Lyme, the whole family, they were just, you know, they completely went bankrupt. Um, every single person in the household, it was like, not only like affording an appointment, but schlepping everybody out of the house or travel, or maybe staying in hotels to get treatment. And it was just like astronomical. So how do you, what are the, what are the heavy lifting things that support the body energetically? And so the idea was a home unit, you know, the idea was to put power back into the hands of, of the family. And 
So we'll, we'll often, there's users all over the US. There's like 3,000 users all over the world. There's more than that now. And they're, they are, there are people who go through a program. They go through training. They understand how to give a first session, you know, what to play. Um, you know, they understand to ask like what the counterindications could be. Um, they, and they're, they're, they're there to like facilitate like a secondary session. Like, oh, what do you want your follow-up to be? So it gives people a hands-on, it's kind of like a test drive on a car. And then if you think it's a right fit, you can explore that with, with Amcoil. Can I ask you personally, and I, I understand for those that don't have an Amco now, this might be lost on them, but um, just while I, I have have you in my room here, in my mm -hmm. space, yeah, um, how you're currently using it. Because I, I almost feel like I'm using it a certain way just out of habit, and I've lost um, imagination of like, how, yeah. what else should I be doing with it? I'm curious to hear like how you use it. Yeah, I am always reminded that like, it's the, so there's two ways to use uh, amp coil. And I like to think of it in like, there's two buckets. There's a, so there's like the bucket of like restorative, rejuvenating, feel good journeys. And then there's cleanse journeys and cleanse journeys are going to be, they're going to have frequencies that can stimulate like, uh, like challenge, like challenge the body. Okay. Let me do it like this. It's like a yoga flow, like a nice restorative, um, uh, like a yoga nidra, or you have like power yoga. And I kind of look at like cleanse versus rejuvenating journeys. And so the cleanse album on an amp coil, it's going to challenge the body, right? We might challenge the body with um, a, like a microbe, a metal or a toxin. So there's everything has a frequency in this universe just to give scope. And so we would we would incorporate frequencies associated, maybe it's like, um, uh, like a tendon repair, which might have some cleanse frequencies in it. And so we want to repeat that formula like a number of times. So that's like the general detox album, or that would be like um, the cleanse album, which maybe I had a, a like a top hit come up of like metal toxicity or Epstein bar. So I would play that song to the body, you know, four times, six times, 10 times, like every other day. I think it's easy to like, just remember, I'm just going to play the feel good, good ones, like whenever I want to boost meditation. Um, but we never, there's no growth there. So I like to, I like to cleanse like once a month, like oh, right now, often. Okay. once a month. Yeah. And then, and then I'll do a couple of weeks of feel good journeys. But I think it's always, as I can deburden the body from toxicity, the body functions better, right? When we deburden the body from lead, the, the brain functions better when we deburden the body from mercury, when we deburden the body from um, chronic viral infections, the body's not fighting that on a low level all day, every day. So we have more energy. Um, so when you yes. do that, like I know when Sarah and I start a cleanse, we don't do them often. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little bit of a commitment. The feel good stuff is like our go-to. We just like yeah. cycle through the same three feel good things. But mm -hmm. when we do a cleanse, we also, we try to do it like six times over the course of like two weeks or so. Mm -hmm. And um, it seems like the first couple times we do it, there's a reaction. Like mm -hmm. we, I wouldn't say we go backwards, but we'll have some kind of detox reaction, maybe a skin thing, like our body's purging something. Mm -hmm. And then the third, fourth time it goes away. And then the fifth, sixth time, like, it just feels great. You don't notice anything negative at all. You just feel yeah. good. What, what is that about? Like, 
is, uh, is that just the body? It's turning on machinery. It's resonating with those things you're getting rid of. Your body's pushing them out and then it's pushed them out. So after a week, there's no more to push out. Like, why do you have a reaction in the first, or first of all, maybe, and maybe that's not common, but we both experience it. So I assume it's common. I assume yeah, other people experience it like that. The, t- they tend to. Yeah. And, and everybody just, just to be, um, to set the playing field, your body and your wife's and mine and like Susie's and Bill's, we all bring a different backstory into amp coil everybody has a different history. You know, nobody is walking around with the same levels of either metal toxicity or emotional balance or pH or salinity or hydration. Everybody is different. So we're all going to respond a different way to an intervention. And, and given that it, it's, it's um, when we choose to do a cleanse, and I'll just take the, we're going to play the song for, for Epstein bar and metal toxicity one. And I want you to just imagine, like, imagine you've got an 80 piece orchestra and the sound is awful. And you notice like the tuba player and the saxophone and the flute are like, just, just blaring flat. And you would never say, you would never tell an orchestra member, be like, get out. I'm, I'm kicking you out. I'm destroying you. You no longer belong in the orchestra. You'd give them direction. You'd retune. Maybe you fix their instrument. And slowly over time, the orchestra would learn to rebalance. Now you can imagine like that's not an immediate in one moment process, especially if the, the instrument is, is degraded to a, to a level. It's going to take time to, to rebalance that orchestra. So that's, that's like the best analogy I have. The, you know, what's happening in the body it's it's almost like um, it's reharmonizing. When we talk about using frequency to help the body move forward, it's it's the um, we're we're talking about like this idea of using resonant frequencies to reharmonize reharmonize disruptions. The body or the cell can be imprinted with disruptions that could be like a metal toxicity, a microbe, an emotional trauma. And we're, what we're doing is we're broadcasting a beneficial frequency to reharmonize. And so that, that's not always like a, just a, like an, a, like a green light, red light or a red light, green light process. It takes time to reharmonize, um, reeducate almost it's, you know, or the process of entrainment. The first time I walked into a yoga class, do you ever, do you remember that? And I was like, what are these people doing? My brain was trying to process the information, but as I showed up again and again, and I do remember my first yoga class. It was brutal. And I <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'll never be able to do this. The people are like flowing like gazelles. And then my brain started to like make sense of the shapes and how the teacher was cueing me. And so through the process of just being exposed to the information again and again and again, I started to get it. And that's how frequency therapy works. Okay. So, but the reactions on those first day or two, is that a... Like, is that an actual detox? Like, like your body is coming up, something's coming online with that harmonization. And now it's just able to remove something that it wasn't able to remove because things were out of tune. Yeah. I think I like to think of it as an, an, an adjustment period. And, and to be clear, like nobody that like the idea of a Herxheimer reaction that the body is overwhelmed with like some sort of die off. 
um, or an icky, yucky feeling. Nobody's in the body with a microscope seeing what happens. So yeah, that sure. term is like often tossed around. Like, what is a detox response? Well, we'll you get know, stinky. Like, we'll like I will yeah. literally like my armpits will smell yeah. <laughs> significantly worse than typical. But it's right. just for a few days. But it's like always the first, you know, day or two of a of a cleanse. Like it's doing something. Yeah. Something's got to be working its way out. Something that clearly my body would prefer not to have on the inside, whether they're the environmental toxins or yeah, lime metals, wh whatever it is. It doesn't smell as good as baseline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Of course. So I'll go back to that idea of that electromagnetic wave moving through the body and and boosting the, the cellular voltage or that, that I said that gradient from right. the positive to negative, which is a transmembrane potential is that happens. So that cell breathes, respirates and dumps more garbage. Oh, that's a good, you know, so yeah, that's a, that's a component. And then you have the range of frequencies, which is a little different in a cleanse. And actually, you know, heart rate variability can actually be your nervous system tone can be challenged with a cleanse. I, I, sometimes my heart rate variability takes a hit when I start cleansing mm. because those frequencies work in a different range. They tend to almost like, um, think about it this way. Like we've, I've, I've seen some thermography scans, like side by side, looking at a, a rejuvenating journey versus a cleanse. And there'll actually be a little inflammation come up after a cleanse journey. And so when that, that happens, then the body's immune system mobilizes and starts to clean out on a deeper level. So that's um, the if, acute immune response that yeah. ideally we, we want. That's what you we want. want our immune system for, that yeah. those acute responses. Yeah. Now you got to be able to manage that, that immune system response, right? So that's the, there's, there's um, lots of nuance there. Again, we never bring the same backstory into using frequency therapy. So that's where, that's where you want to have some other tools in the toolbox, and that might be a sauna that may be using some type of a gentle binder, like a, a bioactive carbon or a humic and fulvic acid. Um, that might be something like a, a an, um, lymph, lymphatic brushing, you know, gentle lymphatic massage to help the body usher out that inflammation based on your mechanics and your body. Yeah, the, the lymph work is uh, definitely one of the things I think in my journey moved the needle a little bit. Mm. To one of my early interviews with, was with uh, Dr. Perry Nicholson. Uh, I might butcher this, but he had a, a program, like a course. It was like the Body Aquarium or body, something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, it was real reasonably priced. It was like a little online workshop thing. And I did it, it was like really profound. And now I've got like a rebounder and a vibration plate. And a, I keep a, a brush and like, couple different rooms in the house and um yeah it's it's real and it's what i guess it's one of those neglected things i yeah, want to powerful yeah i'd like to hear a little bit more what you do on the beautifully broken podcast but i before we touch on that and i promise i'll come back to it um i'm kind of curious because seeing you after a couple years and we already alluded to this that you know you've put on some muscle uh-huh and in in my field like that's basically my uh primary challenge i deal with customers it's the whole conversations are are generally about like can we because they're they're generally middle-aged or older clientele i work with it's all uh -huh. about putting on muscle like yeah. that's goal number one um and then i know you want to lose fat we could do that later it's so much easier especially when we put on a little muscle 
Mm-hmm. Uh, enlighten the audience. How what's worked for you? How have you put on this um, this new this newfound muscle that I not found that you created? I I I well consistency is king. You know, it's it's showing up for yourself and and moving weight. Um, I think for me, it's that balance of mobility, making sure that I'm I'm continuing to expand my range of motion and the fluidity, which it could just be something, something like walking and making sure I'm rolling heel to toe, heel to toe, opening my hips up. So I always look at the, the pulleys and levers of the body. Like the last thing you want to do is have this very limited, like lateral side to side or uh, limited mobility, and then stack a bunch of muscle on those um, improperly balanced pulleys and levers, which is the skeletal system. So mobility is so important. And then I almost look at that first. So I do a lot of mobility work and then I'll, I'll try to do exercises that move me through a functional range, which is hard for me. I I do a lot of this on um, Instagram. I'll talk about the scar. They, they cut belly to, to sternum on me and took out everything and put it back. We did that a lot. We did that, you know, four surgeries on my belly. So my hip flexors are so tight just from like, you know, learning to move after you're like, you cut through your abdominal wall a couple of times. It's different. So I'm, I'm operating in a, in a unique container. Um, so my, my mobility is a, is a priority. And then, you know, the other thing that, that I've, um, I've done, I use some technology that I work with that I, I love. Of course you do. <laughs> I I've been working since I've been in Austin. I have to tip my hat to it's called ARX. It's called adaptive resistance exercise, which is a um, there's two two machines, the Alpha and the Omni, and it's it's basically a computer that's like a biofeedback system. So as hard as I push on a leg press, the computer gives me more weight, mm. and and the computer always wins. So it's like imagine the sled coming back, and then I push back, and then it push back, and then it push back, and and it and the cool thing is each week I can see last week's curve of how oh, much weight cool. I pushed. So I'm only ever trying to beat me. I never touch a weight. I don't load the machine. It just remembers, and it's always going to give me as much as I want to put in. So I can track, like imagine one set of a leg press, you know, four reps, um, time under tension. I don't know, two minutes that I've moved like 4,500 pounds in two minutes and you are exhausted, you know, cause it's, it's like this, um, it's like a set of one rep max almost. You mean like a a set of one rep max. Okay. Like, like, uh, uh, you know, like when you, when you do a one rep max and it's like, it's so heavy that you it's, it's like you're grunting and screaming, but it's dangerous. But you said it's two minutes long. Right. Right. Well, I, I, oh. I just mean like an all out effort. Okay. I so, wanted okay, to like gotcha. frame the energy behind a, a one. Okay. Rep max so you're, like all out you're smoked at the end of the you're set. smoked, you're smoked. You're like shaking, but that level of output is incredible. And we never do that in the gym. I didn't do it because I had, I always felt like nervous to like, you know, hurt my stomach or whatever, or whatever my, my, my story was. Um, but this, the second you stop putting effort, the machine stops, there's no weight going to come crashing down on you. So I've been able to get a lot of gains with that very specific, um, machine. Now I do, uh, you know, I go to, uh, also go to lifetime fitness and I'm like, 
you know, I'd use kettlebells. I'm on the TRX. I use the, the stair climber. I'm like, um, I'm doing all that stuff. I have to say the other thing that I'm doing, the other cool technology for like, like, uh, neuromuscular retraining. I do this machine called the new fit right now. I'm experimenting with this, which is, which is it's, it's electro it's, it's direct current, like a tens pad, but it's, it's uses direct current as opposed to alternating current. So I can actually, you put a, a pad on your spine and I can scan the body. There's a scanning feature where I can see where the body has like shut down a signal to a, a bicep tendon or a wrist. And if you've ever, if you, if we fall and we have an injury, the body will often say, oh my God, don't stay away from that wrist. It's not ready. It's protection. Um, yeah protection. So they can use this system to re-educate the body when there's been a trauma and, um, grow you mean the through muscle. using an electro electric signal. So it's finding a muscle that's been down-regulated and getting it to fire. Correct. And when you do that, when you start to get the system back online, I've noticed that you're just all your muscles just grow because your body's not working on this weird, funky compensation plan. It's really amazing for mapping, but then also like bodybuilders use this tech. It's a very, the other thing that's the reason why I'm exploring it is for the, um, the container of MS. You know, if you, if you follow, there's a doctor named Terry walls, Terry has the walls protocol, right? Great diet, great system. She used to use 10 pads. Like she had like special underwear and cause she was trying to reinvigorate the muscle as there was a degradation in the myelin sheath associated with MS. Um, she's found, she can use this system for like an hour and get her like full day workout. Cause it's so powerful and it's so targeted. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just always, I have lots of, lots of, um, lots of listeners that I engage with that are going through that that challenge right now, very, very famously, Christina Applegate, I just saw she's, she's newly diagnosed with, uh, it sounds like it's pretty advanced MS and she's already, she's already has a cane and she's actually just, I just saw her today, a quote, she's like, she's like, I think this will be my last acting job because, um, she doesn't feel great. And I just, I think about people like Dr. Terry Walls, who was like, was in an, uh, uh, like an anti-gravity chair. She couldn't walk and she, she like, you know, rides her bike five miles to work, whatever the story is. She's done really, really well with this level of commitment to um, retraining the muscles. So I think, you know, I, I get really excited when I see about these um, solutions and the technological advancements that are being made to support people with a chronic illness, which I have a, a soft spot in my heart for. Yeah, sure. And that's relatively new for you? Like relatively new. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is like the last month. So um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm again, I'm like, I'm doing my mobility. I'm doing my kettlebells, a lot of, lot of body weight exercises. I'm always trying to expand. Um, what about I'm, diet? Have you like changed your diet during that time to facilitate, um, more like muscle synthesis? Uh, I, you know, the two things that I do, I do a, a an essential amino acid. I do Keon. Do you yeah. know Keon? Yeah. I yeah, do. they're a really clean amino acid. And then I do a little, I've been microdosing, not consistently, but creatine, a split dose, two milligrams in the morning, two milligrams at night. I do see like really good benefits and there's good, good cardiac benefits, good neurocognitive benefits associated with that. Um, I feel like we're in creatine. Why do, why do you now, split it up? I've never heard somebody split it up like two and two like that. Is there a reason? Is there, do we, can, can we only uptake a certain amount of time? Yeah, or? you can. You, I, I've heard you can absorb about two, two and a half. So that's why I'll do a split dose morning at night. Um, But that hasn't been incredibly consistent, to be honest. Um, 
that's, yeah, that's really, those are the big ones. I just went back to, um, I hadn't been to a doctor in three years. <laughs> I just take, I know it was great. Like literally from the pandemic, like before the pandemic was like my last doctor's visit. So what it's like almost 2023 now. So that was like 20, the beginning of 2020. Just for the audience out there, just hear that for a second. You're how old? 44. 44, metastatic cancer. Mm-hmm. Lyme, toxic mold, emotional stuff, I'm sure too. A little bit, yeah. Feel great now and hasn't been to a doctor in a few years. Like just a glimpse of what's possible. Yeah. If you're, if you're asking the right questions, um, like, you know, whether it's why you do anything you do, like your hierarchy of priorities or mm. whatever, like if you reframe your questions and get maybe different answers than what the, maybe the Western model typically asks, like, man, there's some really amazing possibilities. I, I love to see it. Love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, as, as I talk about this on a show, that if I'm going to do that, I have to, um, well, I feel compelled to be aligned with the embodiment of the stuff I'm doing and live it and walk it and breathe it. So I, you know, partly induced by, by a global pandemic, but also I was like, man, it feels, I feel good. I'm like, do I need to, do I need to draw my labs all the time? Is there, you know, it, if something glaring was coming up for me, of course, I'm going to go, you know, um, go explore that. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I just, yeah, it just didn't just time kept clicking on. I was like, okay, now I'm in Austin. Let me go get, um, let me, you know, let me go find a, a doctor and I have a great nurse practitioner that I work with. And, you know, we looked at all my stuff. It, it was, it was really amazing. I had actually went through this bout of going through 40 days of a carnivore diet just to explore even as, as wild as that sounds to people. I felt good. Um, and I just was like, I want to look at cholesterol. And of course my, my cholesterol was really high after doing that. Um, but he, he thought everything looked good. We did. He, he gave me like a couple things to like tweak how my body was, um, releasing or had access to free testosterone, um, not adding testosterone, but that was like a little tweak and yeah, we're just, we're just starting our relationship. Does that mean, I, does that mean like sex hormone binding got Globulin was high or SHBG. I don't know if I'm saying yeah, that right. Yeah, I don't, uh, to be honest. <laughs> Isn't that what kind of binds up the testosterone? So it's not Yeah, free yeah. Or... It was like making more of the free testosterone than it had a bioavailable. So oh. it's like this trochee that I take. I can't even, I wish I could remember the name, okay. but I don't know. A trochee is just like a, you know, it's something that dissolves in the upper lip here. And yeah, I, I just, it's been effective. I felt, I felt good. I felt like vibrant and clear. So you did the carnivore diet for, you said 40 days. Were you, were you like strict on that? Just like meat and Pretty water strict. and salt? Very yeah. Strict. Organ meats, kidneys, um, liver, desiccated testicles, all the organs, bone broth. Cause you want to eat nose to tail. It's not just about steaks and burgers. And, and yeah, you did, I was, and you didn't die. You I live didn't to die. tell the tale. Yeah. Yeah. I felt yeah. good. I felt, I felt good. I missed the, the variety of foods and I did miss vegetables. Like there's a, a monotony to it, which I, I didn't love, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I had my first dance with it. I, I definitely trend towards, um, you know, again, looking at environmental toxicity levels in our food supply 
fish is just problematic. It's really hard. Um, it's yeah, hard wish, to find. It's because of how we treat the oceans, how we treat the environment. The oceans. It's, yeah. it's hard. There's lots and lots of chemicals in our fish. It's sort of ubiquitous with microplastics. And listen, there's ways to hack that. You know, again, you know, I personally believe that everybody needs to be on some type of a of a binder to bind environmental toxicity and and to be supporting the pathways that would remove those from the body naturally, like sweating, like moving, like breath work, like lymphatic brushing. I think that's just you're on the planet with lots of like, you know, with this is the life we've designed or right. we've we've inherited from our ancestors and you can be really angry or we can just be, Flow this is it. where we're at. There's a deep level of awareness. So for me, I think that's an everybody. Um, I did feel cognitively very surprisingly very well um, on the carnivore diet. Definitely had a, a, definitely had fat loss, definitely had muscle gain. Um, and, and I would say after that experience, I've just, I've definitely stayed. It, I would say my, my meal plan is protein forward you know, and, and more, more red meat, grass-fed steaks, ribs, um, you know, heritage pork than, than fish or chicken. Chicken's also really tough. Um, but I do get this, I do get a delivery, like a meat box. I think it's called wild pastures, which is a great deal. I was just at an event this past, uh, or last weekend and they were the sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Great company. Really great deal. It's like 150 bucks. And I get this like huge box of meat it's huge. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been doing that and that's, I guess that's it. Really focusing on sleep and downregulating. I really don't drink anymore. I've never been a big drinker period, obviously, you know, going through a bunch of health stuff, but I'm really less and less compelled to like, uh, touch alcohol. I just don't find a lot of benefit or cognitive benefit or joy. What, so. what about, and you could, uh, refrain from answering what about any other, like what would be considered drugs or plant medicines or anything like, like that? Do you play with that um, stuff? Yeah, it's funny. Um, I feel, not, I hear people talking about plant medicine or other psychoactive compounds like so nonchalantly now compared to how they used to be. Like they've, mm -hmm. their level of acceptance is really broadened. It's, I find it kind of refreshing. Me too. I think it's great. I think there's, um, I think there's amazing potential. I think there's amazing medicine there. I also think that with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I take pause in the, listen, I'm in Austin, Texas. So you could, you could say we're in this really, you know, progressive forward thinking area. And, and it's, I witness people do like, I'm doing medicine. I'm doing medicine. I'm doing medicine. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> I, uh, and I've done my fair share of, of psilocybin, not, you know, not really too many times, a handful of really powerful experiences. I never feel called to do medicine again, because I just feel like I got what I needed. I know what that is. And I personally am like, I'm available to pull really good lessons from the day to day. Nice. Um, and I see, you know, again, it's like, I don't want to put it on the wheel of good or bad, but I'm watching this wave come in of, of, um, this hopium around plant medicine being a, some sort of a savior. It's, it's a, it's another way to do the deep work. Um, it's quick. 
it's powerful. There is definitely a lack of education around the integration. So I, I'm personally, I'm feeling really called to like pump the brakes and then give my why and why I see that. I see lots of people doing repeat ceremonies and not changing. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, there you like are. Like you get it's- addicted to the to the tinkering with it and to the experience as opposed to like getting the actual benefits that like getting the long lasting benefits from the experience. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to a woman yesterday that was, she was like, she talked, she went away and did, you know, ayahuasca and, and, and I'm like, how long did you take to reintegrate? Oh, she was like, I was back at work on Monday. (laughs) I was like, how's that integration? She's like, I choked it down, (laughs) which is just, Right. You know, that's the American way, right? There. It is the American way. So there's just, uh, we are not, you are not going to escape yourself. Um, be it amp coil, be it psilocybin, be it ayahuasca, be it whatever you want to do, you know, wherever you go, there you are. We're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna escape it. So it's at some point, it's going to be really painful to face your shit. And you can, you can do that, you know, wherever you want to do it. I don't think there's a better way. I mean, there is magic in ketamine therapy and psilocybin and all these things, right? But they're just a tool and it's who's wielding the tool. How long are you giving yourself to integrate all that radical change? If you have a radical shift, give yourself a radical timeline to get back into your life. I love what you you just said. You are not going to escape yourself. That's terrific, man. I don't think so. I mean, I don't witness that happening for people. Like there the answer's isn't a... not in there. The answer's still no. inside you. It's just a tool to access maybe more quickly, uh, maybe get some interference out of the way and access what you need to more directly because it doesn't give you the choice. It puts it right in front of you, but it's still you and you have to go through yourself to get to kind of come out the other side. It's not going to be the, the tool is not going to be the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, it's just, it's a, you know, this is, this is the human experience. We're not, we, we, it's so easy to think, especially in America of like ladder climbing to more or better. And it's like, uh, here we are, you know, you have the gift of being alive. If you're hearing this message, we all have that gift right now. Your body's got you through a hundred percent of your most difficult days and continues to. You know, there's, there's many times when we can just like sit here and like, there's so much we could choose to celebrate. And unfortunately the, the, the brain has a bias towards negativity. It's just, it's just our survival mechanism. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta work with that and just, um, yeah, I, I hope people like, you know, hear this and, and take, take take some sort of action and, and really, you know, take it to heart, how much power you have to, to heal yourself. Your body is a healing, um, self-healing auto-correcting organism does it every day, all day until it doesn't. And so now's, now's the time to get excited about your health. You'll be a, I, there's like, you know, we work so hard to get more money. What if we just were like, work so hard to get like in a body that functioned better towards us. That's like, you can't put a price on that. It's yeah, like infinity sure. dollars. Before we wrap up, I want to hear a little bit about the podcast. If you still have a few minutes, beautifully yeah. broken podcast. Um, what's the primary like mission or what do you do on the podcast? We talk about the, the beautifully broken podcast. We talk about 
you know, what it is to be beautifully broken, this, this human experience. So will often will me, I interview <laughs> survivors of chronic illness. I do have a production team. I have like sound engineers and I have assistants and I have people that do videos for me. So I do feel like there's a little family helping this mission go forward. Nice. And all the people that have been on the show, I feel like they're extended family. So It'll be survivor stories. You know, I just interviewed a woman who went on a 30-day dry fast in Siberia. She was ready to do medically assisted suicide. Wait, Complete... 30 days straight of a dry fast? No, she did like 11 days and seven days and nine days, medically supervised with a doctor, but she was gonna, she was looking up doctors to help her end her life because she was bedridden, completely bedridden. And she's totally, completely cured. Um I mean, wild. I just interviewed a guy yesterday who had been through cancer. He was in his sixth bout of cancer and living at home in, in a bubble. You know, he's in his closet because he, even his wife's, they're like wiping down the mail and he can't get a virus right now. Um, and he's been going through this for 20 years. So just incredible stories. And, and, you know, it's really interesting to pick those, um, pick those stories apart and just like, listen and hear what are the, what are the overlapping truths? And then all this, all these um, things like amp coil, things like the new fit, you know, things like a deliberate cold exposure. Every morning I'm in a barrel of 38 degree water, most every morning. Um, and I start my day like that. I get in the water and I breathe. There's nowhere else to go besides the breath. And you just get this incredible relief, uh, release of neurotransmitters in the body. And, you know, so different, different um, companies where the companies are meeting the need of these technologically advanced, uh, wellness tools and like all the overlap in between. And that's, that is the, right now that's the podcast. And I'm trying to, on a deeper level, separate like the marketing hype from like the science, you know, and really, really get to the bottom. I try to be non, even though I have my faves, I try to be non, um, device dogmatic. I'm like, whatever gets you there. Um, I'll have my experience or my bias based on what I've used. Um, but really just invite, invite people. Like if you have a thing you love, if you have like a product you love, if you want to like talk about it, that's, that's really what the show is. So, um, and I just, I've seen some great, great value. And like, again, my new, my new like hotspot right now, it's like, you know, amplify your body. You know, you have this one body that we get to, the being and, and experience all the wonder, wondrous things life has to offer. Like when that's in alignment, everything, the quality of your life will be better and you'll show up better for other people. So I just really, I really believe in it and I want to, I want to grow it. That yeah. sounds awesome. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of value in that podcast and you bring like such a radiant energy to, I mean, every, every interaction I've had with you, like you have a, a big light that's just constantly spinning inside you, it seems. And um, you do a great job kind of communicating through enthusiasm. And I'm sure that can inspire a lot of people. So I'm very grateful that you're doing what you're clearly meant to do by sharing uh, your story and helping others share their story. Um, I'm sure a lot of people out there can, can gain something from that. So that's awesome, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you're doing. And um, it's fun to watch your growth and your expansion and your um, ability to um, invite in new things ac across your platform. I'm really excited about you guys and, and what you're doing. And it's nice to see. I love your, I love, I love that you had just such a wonderful experience uh, with Ampcoil, which is near and dear to my heart and that you continue to use it and you understand it. And 
I wouldn't say um, I understand it, but I'm definitely hooked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely understand it a little bit more every time I talk to you, but um, yeah. I, I know what's in it is real. Uh, I know it's great. Um, I wish everybody could have one. Mm -hmm. uh, I understand that, uh, you know, that might not be possible, but I think a lot more people could be a lot better off introducing it. So anything I can do to be a conduit for that message, I think is, yeah. is great. Um, so for, if people want to find more, the beautifully broken podcast of shorts on all the podcast players, um, your website, you said it's beautifully broken dot world. Did mm -hmm. I get that right? Yeah. Beautifully broken dot world. Any other things you want to add for the audience if they want to find you or anything at all that you want to say? Um, no, that'd be that it, I'm, I'm Freddie set go on Instagram. So I'm on there a lot. If you, if you, uh, what we could do is last week, we can drop a, a meeting link in like the, in the video somewhere. And so if people want to get on talk about amp coil and then they can just have a direct meeting link to, to me, if they want to like explore, is this a technology that you might want to, um, try or something you might want to bring into your home. And then they can just say where they where they found the, um, where they found the link in the podcast. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Freddie, I want to thank you again for taking the time and I look forward to, I think, uh, I'm going to come on your shows early next year sometime and I make the trip out to Austin, do it in the per in person. And for the listeners out there, always grateful for you guys tuning in and listening. I hope you got some value out of this and I hope everybody out there has a terrific day. Thanks again for tuning in and listening to the episode. I hope you got some value out of it. I always feel Freddie is just fun to talk to. He always brings me up. He's just got a big, bold energy and very positive, and it's contagious. I like it. I look forward to having him back again in the future. Like I said, in this episode, we did talk about the Amcoil. If you want to check it out, go to amcoil.com. If you have questions, they have a great support team there. When you call, you could actually talk to somebody that knows a lot about the product. In fact, it seems like most of the people that work there have used the tool to heal from something. So they have some nice personal experience to share and they could answer any questions you have. And if you do take advantage of their offer, please mention the mindful movement. Let's see. Also, Somavetic, I said, is offering a deal. So if you want to learn more, check out our recent episode with Somavetic. But Mindful20 is the code. So if you want to check it out and take advantage of that, please do. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you all have a great day.